Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Warped After Dark, the completely unnecessary Star Trek podcast where we do unasked for audio commentaries of Star Trek episodes. My name is Sean. My name is Matt. I'm Jake. I'm Philippe. Aaron. Special guest star. Uh, today, <laughs> we, at what uh, point does she stop being a special guest? No, Never. Like we told like you. It. Remember, she was she's, she's just like uh, yeah. Heather, Heather Locklear, Locklear. in Melrose Place. And that I think out I was well. the one who made that. <laughs> yeah, but, sure. Okay. Uh, we How are quickly we forget here watching season two, episode seventeen, a piece of the action. Uh, so grab a drink. <laughs> I got fifty minutes and twenty eight seconds on the clock, and I'm pressing play in three. Two, one, play. All right. There she is, boys. So, oh, man. The first time a, we're a, seeing this a in... Very, a very, <laughs> a very... Uh, so, yeah, it's the New Year's for us. We know you guys are listening to this in February, but... Oh, you decided to split the baby there. We're just, <laughs> <we're> just going <laughs> to fully open the kimono oh, for you. Like... We're not doing this in real time the day before... So this is one of the rare comedy episodes of Star Trek. Yeah, this is like this one's a romp. What this uh, episodes like this in original series become holodeck episodes. Yeah, in in next generation. That's exactly right. They didn't have a holodeck, so they would just go to a planet that just happened to be exactly (laughs) like 1930s Chicago. And this was one of those. You know, it was basically the studio was like. You need to do some episodes where we don't have to build a set, where yeah. you just go out on the back Can't lot. You shoot something on the back lot. Um, <laughs> yeah. So write a script about that. Yeah. We have all these Tommy guns. <laughs> we have all these Tommy guns and zoot suits. Oh, we, got, yeah. we got all these. Exactly. <laughs> we just filmed. We've got, a bunch yeah. of, we've got a bunch of old Italian sounding guys yeah. <laughs> sitting around needing something yeah. to day players, need something to do. So. You guys are so cynical. I think this was an original creation, <laughs> born from the imagination mm-hmm. of a of a. And they made that? the set just. For, <laughs> yeah, geez. I don't know. Yeah, oh, like <laughs> hello, sailor. He's Fox. I know. Chair. His pants are coming out of his his yeah, boots. They're shut. They're like he's wearing like shorts. Yeah, he's got man clams on. Yeah. I didn't like that. <laughs> I don't like it when people, other people sit in Spock's Where, where's chair. Where's Spock? Uh, I think I he's you, down on the planet. I thought you were reacting to the word man clam. Okay. <laughs> that I'm fine with. No, no he's not. It, yeah. it, it's actually pretty funny What's what right now. There they go. Oh, there they are. Which makes you guess, what were they doing? Yeah. What were Bones and Spock coming fucking. from together? Yeah. They were off. I hope so. They were off fucking. You think they're like they 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 have one of those love hate relationships where they hate they each have, other? They have they real angry have real super sex. angry hate sex. Yep. Which is All right. Stop looking me in the eyes, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that and that's Spock. No more Spock like nerve pinches him and yeah. then slaps him awake, nerve pinches him again. <laughs> yeah. It's real violent. Hmm. Bones is there's some, there's some mental imagery for you <laughs> yeah, to thanks. kick off our first. Yeah, <laughs> our first welcome to 2019, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Yep. Warped ner- is back with a 100 percent more angry hate sex <laughs> yeah. than in 2018. Yeah, there's a nerve pinch that puts you to sleep, and there's a nerve pinch that makes you rock hard. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Deal with it. Those uh, ears have been inside bones. Oh boy, here we go. <laughs> And it's they didn't even clean up the lot for this one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they didn't even bother to sweep. Hey man, that's how it was back in the day. Yeah. Oh look, guys, it's super twenties. Now, Kirk, the three of them have all in the not too distant past actually went to the nineteen thirties. Yes. In City on the Edge of Forever. So they should be totally familiar with this whole setup. This right. place has even more Tommy guns than even that yeah. place. There's a guy with a Tommy they gun right there. Well, this one, yeah, people just walk around with Tommy yeah. guns. In this. Yeah. Everyone's armed on this planet. It's a little bit of a spoiler, but I, I'm just annoyed by how many times they say the word heater yeah. on this episode. Yes. That's they call their guns their heaters. Heaters. Yes. They saw that somewhere. Yeah. Um, at some point in time... And we're obviously without listening to the to the audio. Uh, Shatner starts doing a terrible Jim James Cagney impersonation. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So I highly recommend you go back just for that. Uh, so here we go. Uh, we're watching season two, episode seventeen, a piece of the action. Original air date January twelfth, nineteen sixty-eight. It was a new year for them too. Uh, the crew of the Enterprise struggles to cope with a planet of imitative people who have modeled their society on 1920s gangsters. Mm. Uh, 
Aaron, care to guess what the IMDb rating for this episode is? Well, now that I've been told it's a romp, because <laughs> before that, before they explained what was going on, I was like, I'm bored. Maybe I was misleading you. Maybe I didn't mean it. I'll say it's a 7.1. I'm going to go higher on this one. I think this is going to be like an 8.3. Jesus. I give it a 7.6, and I feel like I'm being generous. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go seven four seven point nine. Uh, Take your time. Uh, I thought this episode was was decent. It's a lot better than the next one. I'll tell you that. Oh no! <laughs> the next one's gonna Shit. be rough. So if you got anything to say, it's not Star Trek related. Maybe save it for the save next it for episode. Save it for next week. That's all I'm saying. We'll have some time to fill. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this one's at least got some visual. Who wrote? Yeah. The, who wrote this one? David. Uh, any of our favorite people? Um, David Harmon. No, uh, David. Well, Gene Gene Coon. Gene Coon and oh, yeah. David Harmon. But yeah, David okay. Harmon wrote the story. Yeah. He's Dude, like, guys, go in there's twenties and guys. What if we did a gangster episode? Yeah. That'd be fun, right? Look at that guy on the right, man. He looks. It sounds like it was one of those things where, uh, it's according to the trivia on IMDb, they say that um, a lot of, it was really one of the first ideas they had, even when the show started, uh-huh. was to put them on a planet that was populated by gangsters. They didn't write it for a while. But. Uh-huh. It was on. The it was I, stuck I, up. It was stuck on the board. Yeah, for, it was yeah, pinned yeah. to a board for a while. But then uh, all those twins would walk by the studio, and they're like, "How can we incorporate yeah. these twins? Some hot twins in this episode? Uh, some old, <laughs> old timey." Uh, oh, see, bang bang! You know that's that's the actor had did a good fall. I think that's the best fall I've seen on Star Trek. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was pretty. It was they, pretty convincing. They actually good. shot that guy. I like that there was an ice cream truck right there. <laughs> The other thing I read... You think um, that's a truck? Is it another <laughs> machine gun? A cart. Jesus. <laughs> I, knew, a, I knew what you meant. It's not even a Jesus cart. It's just a regular cart. <sighs> I know. I'm just going to be like we, dad jokes. A couple, couple weeks ago, we watched the, uh, the Tribbles episode, uh-huh. which famously there's a Deep Space Nine callback episode to that. Correct. The original idea was actually to do a callback to this episode. Oh, really? And have them go back. They to, were going to be in the background yeah, of these scenes. Yeah. But then, well, they, that's not as good of an idea. That's what they. So they changed their mind. Yeah. <laughs> and apparently, there's like a lot of books written about this planet. A lot of fan fiction books. A lot of a lot of fan fiction books. Not about, fan fiction, like official read, Star Trek well, novels, like branded novels. I'm, I'm guessing you've read a couple there. No, but I, I you know of them. I know that they exist. <laughs> so they the and the whole premise is eventually. I mean, spoiler, because this is a classic episode where Kirk goes in and completely disrupts the society. That yeah. You, well, uh, and the, the last thing that, that happens is is uh, uh, Bones leaves a communicator. Mm-hmm. On the planet and changes the whole. And so, the whole thing is that this planet is really intelligent, but they're super imitative. Right. So they copy whatever they so got. That's why they copied that book. Ship came there a hundred years ago and left this book right. about gangster. And yeah. That's why they basically have done this. Yeah. And so they figure. So it's hilarious the, when you see the book. By the way, the book a is- lot of the books have a lot of the books about this planet have them then. Because he left the communicator becoming like the Federation. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like they they are, their next is they become like and and the, the, there's a kid that has an interaction with Shatner who ends up becoming like the head big boss of that planet. Uh-huh. Because of his interaction. What's this guy's story? He's the big boss. Oh, I know, but what's his real oh, his actor? real life story? Yes. Uh, he actually is like super known for being an Italian actor. Yeah, yeah. he's got a yeah, great no, face. Well, sure, he's like He's, like he's a, probably been in every gangster movie yeah. ever made. He's like an attractive Ernest Borgnine. His name is Anthony Caruso. What are you yeah. talking about? Ernest Borgnine's the shit. He's the shit. <laughs> There's the book. Chicago yeah. Mobs. Chicago Mobs of the 20s. That's, I like called. that that's they the book that, 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 that the they other... built their entire society no, yeah. around. The that fact book. that that's the one that the, the other... The other ship brought in. Hey, we have this giant yeah. book. On- well, no, I don't think I don't think that's. I'm not sure if that's the book because when they're in the other big gangsters yeah, office, he's, he's, got, he's a copy. got a big copy of it too. Oh, they uh-huh. made so. I'm wondering they if reprinted. There's, there's like there's like a. It's like the Bible, you know. Sure, like it's everybody's carries oh, around yeah. Chicago mobs big, of the 20s. Yeah. It's like Dianetics, you know. <laughs> it's the way I carry, just like I constantly carry around the Star Trek Compendium <laughs> by Alan <laughs> yes. Asherman. Yeah, it's like the Time Life. 
version. Uh, yes, he's been in. So he's been in a lot of everything. Stuff. Yeah. Played so a lot of in this Italian in this book. I guess they would are lauding the society that is the mobster society. Yeah, like and not, why did they take this on? It's I, a very uncritical take. 1992. Yeah, it's a very uncritical take <laughs> yeah. is what I'm saying. They're like, you know, and this is probably a good thing. It's not like a book about mobs that says, hey, and these are all murderers and terrible people. Yeah, right? but the whole thing is that they do murder and like they, they they have adopted that style of it so they do obviously talk about how murderous they were in the book yeah i mean they're running around with tommy no guns. no i know i'm just saying like the book itself like if the you book wrote, itself does not take a does not say critical it's very people it's people shouldn't a, do this it's a historical <laughs> print you know they're just, yeah, they're just, they're just telling you what happened they're yeah. not giving an opinion about yeah. it but are they going to talk about how they would be punished inside like as the course of the book, they didn't like, get that far. Look how big that book is. Yeah, that's yeah. too long. They there's, the first, they're they're still read reading the, it. They just read the first chapter. They, they read the back cover. Yeah, actually, the bookmark is not very far <laughs> into the no. book. That's no. true. Because that shit is boring. <laughs> they got to the part where they started making Tommy guns. There's and a chapter like, at the end called Repercussions, and they just never got to <laughs> yeah. it. That's revelations to them. They're like, this doesn't make Al any Capone, sense. Al Capone, tax evasion. What? What? Going I like these. This guy's frames. Got a nice set of. It's yeah, like the frames like that are back in. Those are back in style now. I like it. Yeah. Turtle shell kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's all I got. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, last night I went to uh, an '80s retro concert. You just keep going back in time. So it was 90s, 80s, uh, next week, 70s. Yeah. Well, Stan got him. Yeah. His boss gave him to him, and so we went. All right. Um. Was, I hope it was good 80s and not Well, bon I'm about Sorry, to drop y'all. some knowledge on you and you can tell me what you think. <laughs> All right. Uh, Bow Wow Wow of okay. I Want Candy yeah. fame. Okay. Wait, um, the real people were there? Yeah. Oh, shit. You mean like, okay, okay. cool. This is totally She's reframing. She's cute. It. Is she still cute? Um. Yeah, for a 60-year-old lady. <laughs> shit. <laughs> All right, go on. Gene uh, loves Jezebel. Nice. I don't and, know that one. What's and that they, one? they were they sort were of a, a hair, hair band, metal band. Hair yeah. band. Oh, okay. I didn't what really, was their big hit? I'm Motion to, of Love. Was, was that what it was? Yeah. Sing it. I can't because I didn't know it. But I just, I from Somebody re- sing Sean, something. Sean can sing it. Sean can sing it. Somebody pretend they song. know the song Motion, Motion of Love. Motion in love. Dude. She's my motion of love. Motion of love. Sorry, I brought this up. No, no, keep going. That was who else? Who else? Who else? The headliners were missing person. Nice. All right, I need to know that one too. Destination unknown. Well, I'm gonna play. I'm gonna show you this right now. I have for you here. Um, just. Here's a quick humble brag where you're looking at... Oh, here you go. Here's 30 seconds of Destina- Dale Bazio singing Destination Unknown. Oh, yeah. Destination Unknown. All right. That chair almost fell over. <laughs> yeah, I know less than I did before. You would recognize the song if you heard yeah. it. On the radio. Yeah. I, uh... We at one point in time and walking uh, in L.A. that was missing person. Oh, oh cool! Yeah, walking in L.A. Yeah. yeah. When you don't know your destination, destination. That's the one. That's all, was that the one? Yeah, yeah that's, that's the one. one. Yeah. Okay. Life oh, is so, know, life yeah. is so strange. I, <laughs> oh yeah, now I know. Now I know. Great. Is that a mall, guys? Is that uh, what they call a mall? That's that's his she's mall. Got a, she's got a. But she's, she's got packing strap heat, on. Man, on she's her. a gun mall. Mm-hmm. That's what they call those. She's a trophy mall. Yeah. She's no like, like Sherman. She's no Sherman Oaks Galleria. She's it's a, an odd word to she's white. Glendale she has the gun on the outside of her leg. Why is it on the inside? <laughs> yeah, I know. It, it seems like poor planning. Yeah. yeah, it seems like. If you have yeah. to walk. It's but not maybe good. she's just one of those ladies that Never s- has a wide stance. Uh, yeah. Is this the episode she's where got Kirk, a thigh invents, gap to, Kirk yes. invents a fake card game? This is where it's going to happen right now. And apparently Shatner improved it all. This all this fizzbin all the, stuff. He makes up this card game, and that's why all the actors, when he's talking to them, look thoroughly confused because they are actually confused because he made up the entire thing. Awesome. So they just said we yeah. didn't bother to write this scene, so just go ahead and improv. Uh, it's, or 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 he just game. decided to improv it himself. I don't know. I don't know what this is. An is. example of Kirk taking the reins and making the ge- making the whole thing better. Yeah, and Kirk's basically he, Kirk's justifying fucking around by saying 
it was we already fucked around right. when they left the book. So yeah. now it's not a prime directive thing. Right. We can we can. I interfere. like that it's a big mistake to leave a book behind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is. With these people, it really was. I mean, yeah. look what they've done. Yeah. Look what they've done. Man, if Marie Kondo had come up in there, boy, oh that boy. book would have been Look set at that free. room. She'd have some things to say. What? <laughs> Somebody doesn't have a Tommy gun. <laughs> yeah, the one just got the Jesus. That guy sucks. I oh. mean, we don't know what they were like before, though. We don't. We don't know. Maybe this is a vast improvement over how they were before. I'm Maybe. just. I'm just. Whoa! I I'm thought impressed he with their. Wrist. I know. Look how hairy his. <laughs> I thought the same thing. It looked like, like from mid uh, wrist up. Isn't he his shirt saved. the same color as his skin? I, I had. I thought the exact same. Thank thing. you. I'm so glad you're here. True. We don't need both of you if you guys have the same brain. That's true. <laughs> Uh, so did you guys you guys watched the Marie Kondo show on Netflix? I watched the first You got to explain to me what is the Marie, Marie Kondo, Kondo is show. a Japanese uh, woman <laughs> who um, wrote a book a few years ago called Let's Not the Assume simple, Her Gender or it's the gender. simple uh, the simple joy of tidying is... up. I think she's a she her slash her. Mm-hmm. Pretty sure. Yeah. Uh, cisgender uh, Japanese but... female. Um <laughs> Anyway, she wrote this book called The Simple Joy of Tidying Up, and it became like this kind of worldwide sensation. She has a different take on... her. The, the fundamental premise of the book is that if you have too much shit in your life, the way to um, decide what to keep and what to get rid of is you're supposed to sit there and hold each item in your hand. So like mm-hmm. it could be anything, like a sock. You hold each item in your hand, and you really seriously <laughs> think about whether or not that item brings you joy. And if the answer is no, you get rid of it. You what give if it away everything or, brings you joy? Or well, nothing. I think, she, well, I don't know what, the, I don't know how she handles the real extreme cases. Yeah. <laughs> but she, to, she wants you to contemplate the things in your life and decide and if they bring of, you joy. And it is a way to help people edit. But my favorite part is she makes you like personally thank the inanimate objects. Yeah, when a, you're getting rid of stuff. That's my so she wrote this book. So it became a huge bestseller. Yeah. I read it. Uh, it's weird. She's she's a she's a wacky Japanese lady, uh, but she's really good at fucking folding shirts. Yeah. yeah. So now she has a TV show on Netflix where she base it's basically Queer Eye for the untidy guy because she goes to people's houses who, that are cluttered and helps yeah. them declutter. A lot of people have too many clothes. That seems to be a big, big one. That's the number one thing to start with. Is put all it's your always clothes, the clothes. Take all your, in a bi- giant pile in the living room. Sometimes organizing's like go room to room, or maybe in your mind that's what you do. Like uh, today we're gonna like you know organize the kitchen, but she's like puts it into categories. She has all these rules. Everything you own that's clothing and pile it on your bed, and so you see how much you actually have, and it helps you decide what's. Anyway, it's 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 kind. Yeah. Of, it was charming. I watched the first episode. I thought it was really entertaining. I like act too. That she doesn't get... speak English, so she's got this interpreter that yeah. goes around with her. Yeah, so she goes into so people's houses and she's sort of well. she's sort of you know chattering away at them in Japanese yeah. and telling them what they need to do. And then the interpreter and she's very pleasant. I mean, it's not like yeah, a judging a, thing. It's no, like no, it makes no. it fun for the people that are like burdened by this That's task. Right. <laughs> but it's um, a very positive. Message. I like. I like how the translator on that show is also named Marie, and they don't call her that because that would be confusing. <laughs> Too confusing. It's like you don't get to be called Marie, yeah. though. Sorry. I didn't even know her name was Marie. Yeah. It's funny. Um, they made her legally change. It takes her name. several, like several weeks to go through it too. So they're realistic about the fact that to go through all this, your stuff is gonna. Take yeah, some time. it's not like we did this in twenty four yeah. hours. Sure. Yeah, but that's what I want to do. Can you imagine how interesting <laughs> a show is about people cleaning up their houses? That's how interesting it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, have you seen Hoarders? Yes, we, I, have seen that. <laughs> I love that show. Do you? It's it's got the yeah. girl from Reno, right? Nine one one as the host. Uh, Nash. Uh, yeah, yeah, she's got a different cleaning show. It's not. Yeah, hoarders. yeah no, hoarders. that's not uh, Hoarders. So. Hoarders she is did have, Oh, she start. ran into a hoarder a couple she of times. Did, yeah, she did. She was have like a clean show. house was, or something. That was a fun show. I forgot about that show. Was it called Hoarders? Was not a fun show. No, no, Hoarders was was terribly, terribly depressing because there's no hope for those people. Yeah, it's a clinical psychology issue right like oh yeah these are people who have mental health issues Uh, you can't even throw away like trash trash worst prop mic i've seen don't they actually have go we're coming up to jojo jojo cracko the great late great great vic great vic tayback there he is is. mel mel himself would everyone watch alice when they were kids yeah Oh yeah, of course. He's younger here, so I didn't recognize him immediately. Yeah. And he's missing he's the, the, the wife beater. He's missing the apron. <laughs> he does. He looks. 
Yeah, less, he still is bald. Yeah, but he less less. He seemed bigger. He's more salt and peppery when uh, he saw Alice. Yeah, he was grayer then. Yeah, and that was ten years later, probably. This is in the seventies, right? 70s, I mean, Alice was on in the eighties, wasn't it? Yeah, I think it was more seventies. Was it? I don't know. Tune in to her correction corner in a there few weeks. Go. Yeah, let's throw it out there. Eighties, and then <laughs> I think late seventies. Uh, I think which yeah, has a probably, bridge into the eighties. I think 80s. it bridged both. It has a beige I like potted plant bridge look. into the eighties. You like her? I'm a fan of her look. Yeah, I think that's a good look for a person. <laughs> the short, the short hair of any kind of person. I like the short blonde hair. The short blonde hair, but I like the the. the, fri- you like the she's frill? got the she's got the she's rocking the booty too. Yeah, uh, I like that. I like that you like that anyway. <laughs> he does. Okay. We established on a previous episode. Sean, <laughs> Look at Sean that. likes him curvy. Va va voom. Yeah. Right? Am I wrong? Jessica yeah. Rabbit style. <laughs> <laughs> I th- yeah. I don't think I've ever seen a gun like, <laughs> like right there underneath the bosom like that. Kirk's like, I will fuck you later, ma'am. Right now, I have just to talk. Slides right into it. Like, yeah, doesn't he's even, not he's even flinching. Like, hey, go ahead. He's like, it's I'm not the this. first time a woman has like massaged Jim Kirk. I mean, Kirk seems so natural in this environment. Like, it's just like, yeah, it's a 20s world. And If he had good. wanted to, he could have stayed and taken over this planet yeah. and just become the new boss. Yeah. Well, that's sort of what he does. Because yeah. he fits right in. He yeah. basically, that's what he does to fix the planet. Yeah, he becomes. He becomes. Oh, like, look, I predi- are you really? I predicted yeah. the end. Yeah, but they he, don't, they only understand one thing, and that's. And so he comes in and acting like the Federation's going to take over here. You see? Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's, that's when he the goes into that hall. Cagney comes. Hey, in. where are the buzzes here now? Oh, see, I mean, it is so bad. Uh, I think you're looking for the word amazing. <laughs> well, see, that's why as a ra- a romp episode, this one doesn't thrill me as much as like Tribbles does. In uh-huh. fact, I found this episode to be pretty tedious. Really? And like the, yeah. especially with like the overwrought like gangster. Well, it goes it back because to you saw it all coming or? No, just no. I just, I, I, I took it as it came and it's just like, they come to his place. They come to theirs. Well, oh, they, now they, we're they captured keep, again. They keep getting captured. Over and then and he goes over, to the yeah. other side and gets captured and then they escape and then it's. It does go back and it takes a while to get to the point. It's like Yo Jimbo, man. It's why can't like, they just beam Kurosawa? out somebody who's took? They, how why can't they just go away? Why can't they just go back? to Well, the they ship? Bones and Spock have okay. They they left. They managed to communicate with Kirk. Uh, is determined to have some R and R, so he's just like, yeah. I'm doing this. <laughs> this is like a whole planet where I get to play. He's like, I can. Kirk didn't want to go back. Kirk wants to stay down there and mess around. They're like, we can leave anytime you want. He's like, I'm staying. (laughs) (laughs) I will see you guys later. I read the book. It's so amazing. I'm going to have to bang this blonde girl. I thought you were going to say, I have to bang this radio. (laughs) Well, he might be a dragon from the 20s. Yeah. That's... There are some cylindrical <laughs> things to stick it in there. Yeah. Oh, no. I thought he was like, oh, he's going to figure out a clever way to reach the Enterprise. But he's just like getting a wire. Yes, that's all. Yeah, that's a trip wire. Trip- <laughs> why does he have to do? Oh, whatever. He's no reason. He knows why. <laughs> whatever. I, uh, my favorite. Don't ask too many questions. My favorite romp episode is the one where they go and everyone acts crazy, like at noon or whatever. The la- oh, Landru. The, the the Return of the Archons. Yeah. yeah, that's a good one. I mean, it's not super. It's right not really out. a. That's comedy. not really a romp. It's not a comedy. <laughs> I think it's a romp. They're on a planet and people are acting goofy. It's a rom com. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, when uh, it's a rompumentary, that's where it's uh, wah, wah. <laughs> dad jokes. I told you, he's working on his his uh, <laughs> open mic stuff again, yeah. guys. Kirk does voice bang Landrew. That's yeah. kind of romantic. It is. <laughs> no, yeah. yeah. So that that's that's why I thought it was interesting earlier when you said like the next episode would be tough because I, I as. As far as having something to talk about, I think I agree. It's really drawn. It's very drawn out. But I, as just a regular me watching new episodes for the first time, I actually enjoyed the next one, which I think is what 
the the immunity syndrome. Yes, that'll be the next one. It was. I, I thought it was a good action, that, but we'll get there. Does but. that one involve an energetic cloud of some? Oh kind? man! Right you, on the right you know on the, it. it sure does. <laughs> it sure does. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> I just know that they use the energetic cloud a lot, yeah. and. What and was that? It was well, that's what it was, right? That was the, the energized to- cloud. It's, this time, it's filled with negative energy. Oh, what's, <laughs> what's wrong? That made everybody sad. <laughs> they just have to give it all a hug. That's what makes it feel. It's it turns hard to, yeah, why do I picture Care Bears? <laughs> yeah, shooting their like rainbow yeah. enterprise stare. I feel like we should make some texting okay YMYX or whatever it is. It keeps Oxmix. coming up. Ox- <laughs> yeah, how are you supposed to pronounce Oxmix. that guy's name? They say Oxmix, Oxmix. even though there's no X, but... There is an X. It's okay. Oh, it's okay. Yeah, they say Oxmix, They, right? they do say Oxmix, They yeah. pronounce the K like it's an X. They didn't adapt our cool names then. What? What's yeah, that? He's pretending that he has fallen. To what? get them to come. That's so what? dumb. <laughs> uh, that's that, literally his whole plan was to build a t- little trip wire yep. so that they would fall over when they came that in. That tiny little wire? Oh, that's I thought a... they were just clumsy. Boom. <laughs> now watch, he runs out and clearly does not trip over it. But <laughs> he doesn't jump over it. No. Because no. it doesn't exist. Yeah. It only exists in the it's minds a mental, of children. It's mental trip wire. No, that's where he rolled a natural 20 for agility. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So maybe now would be a good time for Correction Corner. Do oh, it. Boy. Correction Corner. I rock hard. Okay. <laughs> so I'm these kidding. are So you got that Vulcan neck pinch? Yeah. These are from <laughs> What are you doing, Aaron? Episode 43, <laughs> Friday's Child. Which is the one, Aaron, where they're on the planet and the pregnant woman gives birth and names the kid oh, yeah. after Julie Newmar. So in that episode, we talked about... Go Rams. When do you... What? What does that mean? Uh, The Rams just won. Oh. You're not even paying attention. They just won the Super Bowl, everybody. (laughs) Spoiler alert. You know what? I don't feel like doing corrections. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, I apologize. You weren't even listening. I was listening. I was. Yeah, me too. Uh, Friday's child. You were saying about the Rams, Matt? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I was talking about how the Rams won the Super Bowl. <laughs> Friday's Child, go on. I actually enjoyed, that was a really fun episode. Uh, so we talked about um, how old you are when you sort of stop caring about listening to new music and you just sort of listen to the music that you've always listened to. Mm-hmm. So, And you, Aaron, said that you thought that it was basically around 36. Yeah. And um, yeah, that's pretty much right. Yeah. It's called taste freeze. It's the age <laughs> when your taste freezes. Oh, and I, you... I love a tasty freeze. Oh, yum. <laughs> so there were all kinds of articles and uh, about the subject. And it's between it's between the ages of 25 to 35 is when they say it sort of mostly happens. And you sort of get stuck in your in your zone. And uh, one thing that accelerates the process, having children. So I the earlier say, the earlier yeah. you have children, yeah. the earlier your taste freezes because you don't have time to listen to music right. when you're busy raising babies. Well, also because your youth is over, like you're still not <laughs> like you're not going off you and want getting different things to relax. Like music serves a different purpose at different times. Yeah. In your life. Well, at that point in time, you're, you're, like you say, you're you're so busy. The time that you have time to listen to music, you want to listen to music that you're already comfortable with and you like. You well, know? also, if you're playing it around your children, it needs to be a certain type. Some, you well, know, there's that. Too, there's yeah. li- limitations, but also, I don't know. Personally, I want music more to relax than to like be in a party mood. Like, sure. Like, so I've gravitated more towards classical and jazz as I've gotten older. Fun Care- fact. Careless whisper. Hell yeah. I made <laughs> I made him sit in the driveway with me because I was like, we're not getting out of this car till this jam is done. <laughs> George Michael's cha- hell, careless hell yeah. whisper. Hell yeah. I was like. That's her favorite song. That's my favorite song. Have one. you heard the Ben Folds and Rufus Wainwright cover of that song? Shit. It's no, great. I'm going to leave right Sounds now. Good. I'm going to do that. It's amazing. <laughs> well, Except my tastes have free- frozen, so I don't know. Yeah, but it's a song you already know you like, okay. so it's okay. Okay, yeah. great. Look at his uh, fuzzy hat. Okay, go on. <laughs> yes. Felt. It's felt. That is a very fuzzy hat. It's almost hat. like mohair. Go on. Where did they get those outfits? They stole them off of the other gangsters. They oh, shit. Them. I didn't even know it was Spock real. looks amazing. Yeah. Oh, my God. He, he looks, looks so great. good. The, 
the way his like sideburn points down in the uh, exact yin and yang version of his yeah. hair. You know, his you know He's like a smooth criminal. He over should there. dress like that all the time. He's I like know. MJ. Jesus Go Christ. on. <laughs> Go Rams. Uh, we talked about the difference between KPCRW and KPCC. <laughs> and the definitive answer is So KPCC. I looked on their websites because we talked about how KCRW plays a lot more music. Yeah. They play, KPCC plays no music. Yes, that's why I like it because my tastes have frozen. <laughs> <laughs> K- yeah, this was all part of that same KCRW trying to push <laughs> trying to mind make us expanding listen to new music, music on us. Uh, I know. So KCRW has 27 shows dedicated to to music. I'm Nick Hardcore. Uh, yeah, I know. And you're going back like two DJs. I love it. I know. KPCC, that's a, that's what KPCC, I KPCC has zero shows no. dedicated to music. They have Larry Mantle. They have 47 listed programs on their website. None of them are music shows. Yeah. Thank God. Uh, we talked about having a Montgomery Scotch tasting test <laughs> with the new Star Trek yes. brand of Montgomery still Scotch. Still a good idea. Um, we we'll still definitely have to do that. <laughs> Uh, we're drinking fancy Manhattans tonight. I don't know. Hell but, yeah. Yeah. So we, cause we were talking about the difference between single malt scotch and blended scotches. <laughs> um, Very nuanced. Yeah. Like I just stuck a Tommy gun in the baby carriage. Yep. <laughs> hey, look at me. Hey buddy. Hey, hey, what are you two guys up to? You guys want a stabbing? Yeah. Extra, extra. Read all about it. I'm filming newsies. I'm a, I'm a, I'm an adorable scamp. Buy a pape, mister. I'll hey, stab let you. me sell you a pape. <laughs> I get 10 cents a pape. <laughs> <laughs> me and Jeremy Jordan. Wow, <laughs> Matt, you would have fit right in. Yeah. <laughs> you know what we should do sometime just for fun? We should just try and do the voices of the characters in the episode. Like, turn turn the turn the uh, subtitles off and just, just, and just try to imagine it. what they're saying. Bad lip reading the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, we should just bad lip read the whole thing yeah. and just try and... Just try and tell the story and now, of the episode. A very special award. <laughs> who's going to play Kirk and who's going to play Spock and all that stuff? We, that's what we need to have you Yamashita in. We'd have to have a real yeah. conversation about who got to play which part. I think we just said, like, who wants to jump in first? And I don't want two, to of the, two of the uh, highest rated blended scotches, uh, one Philippe mentioned, Johnny Walker Blue, mm-hmm. $159 Yum. a bottle. Yep. Pretty How much low. is it at Costco? That I cannot tell you. I can tell you. <laughs> is I got is it $159? No, it's cheaper there. It used to be 129 but sometimes you can get it when it's uh, when they have like a whole extra truck of them. And sometimes it gets down to like 100 bucks or something. So it's a really good deal if you are If you go to like a liquor store like just off the beaten path, you'll you can pay 200 bucks for it. Yeah. So. They got that kid to help them out and distract them from their plan, right? Yep. By by stabbing. I them love in the Cape lake. Cons. Yeah. Ever see Paper Moon? Yeah, totally. This Tate. is a very. This is he's pretending <sighs> to be the kid's dad now. Like, hey, Sunny Boy, what did you do? Oh, oh, the wow, wow, <laughs> much that was some real nerve pinch Oof. acting. I don't like that. That guy's got a thyroid problem. The director needed to tell him to tone it down. Ooh. Oh my god, that guy! I'm not going to forget that. That guy. Read, so you're saying that kid is a character in, in later that he stories. becomes a very important character in the books. Yeah. Yes, that's the kid. You should read these books. You talk about them a lot. Well, I'm just going to look this oh, way. I, I what read about you? the other thing. I read is that <laughs> this is the first time that phasers <laughs> have ever been darling. set to stun. <laughs> This is the first oh. stun. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm not sure why why all of Vic Tabak's men all wear the. Uh, that girl's got the, kind like, of a Carissa vibe. Yeah, wasn't gonna say it. Um, <laughs> I'm right though. Yeah. yeah, when Carissa had that short hair. Yeah, yeah. phaser set to stunning, right? Um, Carissa, out of all of our friends, looks all, the most exactly like she always did. I think. I agree. Anyway. That's that's un- <laughs> nobody understands unrelated <laughs> to anything at all. Yeah. Um, so. The 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 other really the most highly ranked one, Suntory Hibiki, twenty one year, one hundred eighty six dollars a bottle. Yep. Japanese whiskey. Yeah. Which I always whenever I hear Suntory, I think about Lost in Translation because that's the brand that Bill Murray is in Japan to uh, to do an promote. ad for. Ah. There's that scene where he's shooting the ad and he's like. 
when I like to relax, I make it Suntory time. Yeah. And the mm-hmm. director keeps yelling at him that he's doing it wrong. It's a really funny scene. Yeah, I, that's actually really popular now. It's a really popular whiskey. Japanese whiskeys are extremely popular. They're the most uh, scotch-like outside of Scotland. Yeah. Oh, they, really? Is that what yeah. they say? Because the Japanese yeah. went there or they brought them in or they brought some famous makers to come in. I think the, the Japanese went and trained in Scotland. And, Probably. And, oh, and maybe also and something like, to do with the environment. I don't know. Yeah, I think they're on the similar latitude. and uh, so, At least parts of Japan. Japan's yeah. long. It's also an island. Yeah. So, so anyway, um, you guys talked about how you used to scribble uh, Nietzsche aphorisms on the boards in your school. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> that, okay. So Edge Lord. And, and you mentioned that you had a book of Nietzsche aphorisms that you used that God. was in Latin, and that one one of them was about uh, beating the. The, uh, the importance of beating women. Yeah. <laughs> I gave that away to Marie so Kondo. Yeah. I tried to find that book. On, I tried to figure out which one it could have been from, right. but I couldn't find the specific quote that you mentioned in the episode. It's been suppressed. It's an urban um, legend. But I did find a quote that's pretty similar, which is, you go to women, do not forget the whip. Yeah, that's the, that's the same... Uh, that was uh, the same. And I wondered if the book you were you were quoting from <laughs> that was during the same drinking session. Was, <laughs> was both of those quotes. Human, all too human. A book for free spirits. That's one of his famous books. No, of it wasn't that. It was a book. It was on. It was like a. It was like a text, like a cheap dime store print of like Nietzsche that like college students would get in like the fifties or sixties mm. or something. Yeah, it was a really. It wasn't. I don't even know which. But I couldn't find this. I could not find the specific quote that you guys yeah. talked about in the Nietzsche episode. for dummies. Yeah, it was like the equivalent of that. Um, we talked about how at the Burbank Airport they don't have a <laughs> connector, so you have to walk on the tarmac out to the plane. Yes. We couldn't remember what that thing is called. I, uh, it's called a passenger boarding bridge. A P- boring PBB in airport. They need lingo. to get a snappier name for that. Wait, yeah. the one that actually. Connects. Yeah, to but if you walk through the, the aluminum tunnel, tube, the, the aluminum tube that takes you to the plane, it's called the passenger boarding bridge or jetway. I thought a uh, jetway. Oh, jetway. That's what I was okay, thinking. Jetway or a sky. But the, but the technical term oh, is yeah. passenger boarding bridge, P- abbreviated PBB. There you go. Uh, Monday's Child, the poem that the Friday's Child title is taken from, was written in 1838. We didn't. We wondered how long ago. It Ugh, was. Too old. Oh, <laughs> Writer unknown. Really? No. Nope. Oh, I've heard Uncredited. of Uncredited. Oh, I've heard of that. Destination Unknown, Writer Unknown. Destination Writer Unknown. Life is so strange when you're a stranger. Um, we talked about I Dream of Genie because we thought that the tent that they that Julie Newmar lived in looked like the inside well, of Genie's there was a, There was an actress that was dressed just like her, too. Uh, uh, Genie. There was and a- we didn't know which one came first. I Dream of Genie started in 1965, so it was a oh, year was earlier, earlier than Star Trek. Yeah, because um, didn't you recall it was there's it was, some that are in black and white? Yeah, the yeah. first season of that was the Kinda next like thing I was going to say. The Island, first season, the earlier ones, or... the, only the first season, the first thirty episodes. They did mm-hmm. thirty episodes a, se- that, a season of J- I Dream of Genie. They worked, um, but that first season was in black and white, and then they were in color from season two on. I loved her bottle. Show ran five years. And remember they made those like reunion movies in like the nineties yeah. when mm-hmm. it was like Barbara Eden and Larry Hagman reprised their roles. She's, so cute into forever. She's Barbara good. Eden. Mm-hmm. She's still alive. I don't uh, know if she still is, but she, you know, into the nineties, she was still looking great. Yeah, still making genie movies. Yeah, um, I think she is. I think she's still. Alive. I, I honestly don't know. Corrections corner. Larry for... Hagman died. Well, yeah, I knew that. I don't and, know. I'll and look didn't, it up. And uh, didn't Bewitched died right? That, that Elizabeth just... Montgomery. Yeah, she's been. She died a while ago. I think. Ah, she's okay. the most lovely person to ever exist. Oh God! <laughs> yeah, he loves her. Elizabeth Montgomery. Is? Oh yeah. my God! I'm Between so. She like your ideal woman. Haley Mills. Uh, like, from watching like from too. watching Bewitched reruns as a kid. Even before, I mean, I've seen her in like. There's like she's in a a couple movies because it was on all the time yeah. when we were kids. I just yeah, I fell yeah. in love with her. She's just like, uh, she's my ideal. <laughs> I mean, you know, in a pretend. I had way. the same thing with Paul Lynn. Yeah, <laughs> Vic Tabak. Anybody? No takers. His buttons are right where his nipples are. That helps. No, they're very low, but that's where his nipples are. Hmm. <laughs> they are very low. That's where they are. Yeah, that's pretty low. Yeah, 
some low hanging nips. Dusty dust. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, Kirk. Kirk is on to point two of his seventeen point plan to fix to fix this society. This. God, I mean, um, we is... couldn't remember the names of the Teletubbies. <laughs> they are Tinky Winky, <laughs> Dipsy, Lala, and, and Poe. Poe, po, I know Poe. Oh, great. And that concludes Correction Corner. That was Corner wonderful. Go Rams. For episode 43, Friday's Child. That was hot, you guys. Yeah. That was the best Correction Corner we've had this year. I can tell you more. <laughs> Best Correction Corner of 2019. I don't think we'll top it. So, of the group here, who could rock the bow tie the best? Ooh. Uh, of our this group yeah. sitting here? Everyone sitting down Oh, right I here. look great in a bow tie. I think you win. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say. That There's was, only one person. Easy. You're not going to get a lot of competition. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's, all yeah, right. Yeah. Done. That's all I got. Yeah. <laughs> How about Straw You guys hat? know uh, Mean Gene Okerlund died yeah. the other day. Did it was a, that? a very bizarre trilogy of deaths that day. Hmm. Okay. Mean Gene Okerlund died. Yeah. The captain from Captain and Tennille died. Oh, that's right. Oh. Yep. And shit. Who was the, the third, third one? one? Was another. Oh, fuck. Oh, uh, uh, Super Dave Osborne. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. right. Bob right. Einstein. Einstein. I was like, but that's like three very seminal very specific people pop that had a very yeah. bizarre intro into pop culture. Very, you yeah. know? very they, unique personalities. they all died on the same day. I thought it was really really cool yep. and, and bizarre. It's almost like you orchestrated yeah, it. Yeah, it was... Interesting. <laughs> yeah. You know, the Captain and Tennille were divorced but remained best friends and yeah. continued to work together My, uh, How productive. He, he was a, a customer. My mother uh, delivers groceries for a small grocery store and he was one of her customers really still wore the captain's hat everywhere he went oh sure wow sweet he was the captain he was the yeah. captain i don't like kirk's hat spock's hat looks great <laughs> yeah kirk's hat looks ridiculous is yeah does he have the fl- too much one? texture <laughs> kirk's a super yeah. he's a pimp <laughs> Look at it is. he's like uh, did you you're not supposed to wash this in the machine but the he did italian it. actor looks like jerry orbach from the side it gets all law and order. Dun dun. Check it out when we get a side view. I think Vic Tabak is also in Twelve Angry Men. I think he's in the movie of Twelve Angry Men. You want a hat like that though, don't you? A little bit. Nobody, just to try it out. Right. As long as it comes with a cane. Yeah. I, I don't remember. I've seen Twelve Angry Men. The, the only reason I was even on my mind is because I was just listening to the episode where we talk about the guy who, sound, who was the voice of Piglet. Who oh, was in Twelve God. Angry Men? Oh, that guy was. We, I'm not doing Correction Corner for that episode this week, but it's coming up. Stay tuned. Yeah, hate that guy. <laughs> Watch this space. Jesus Christ. <laughs> we have some corrections for that episode. I used down to like bike. Piglet, and in a way, but now I don't. It's like between poo and his oh, pantsless. Naked... Oh gosh. I know. Oh God. <laughs> Sick. You really, you that guy really did a number on you. <laughs> I was, I was thinking very much that, <laughs> that we should that not go out that way. That sound came out of that guy just did not <laughs> gel with me. <laughs> I want you to use the other fucking <laughs> pitch on me. Oh, Jesus. He was on an episode of I Dream of Genie. Vic was. Yep. Tabe. Were you guys into wrestling? Because Jordan and I were I hardcore was, I was wrestling when we were kids. Into wrestling. So Mean Gene yeah. was like a yeah. big deal to us. Yeah. Like. He was in the He's voice in the of movie. It. Have you guys- especially during the eighties? Yeah, yeah. during the Hulk Hogan. I wasn't that into wrestling, but yeah. I knew him. He yeah. was the iconic. He I mean, was the announcer. Yeah, back he then. was the voice of wrestling, basically. Yeah. Uh, he's uh, in a terrible movie called Repossessed. Yes, um, which is the, uh, the, the uh, Leslie Nielsen Les- spoof Leslie Nielsen of, the of the Exorcist yes. from the like. I, it's not from the airplane guys, but it's in Similar, the style. In oh, that. it's exactly what it is. Yeah. And it's terrible. Linda Blair's in it playing plays herself. herself, essentially. Yeah. And Leslie Nielsen plays The Exorcist. Uh, and there's this... T- for some reason, Mean Gene <laughs> Okerlund is in this movie. And Jesse Ventura. And Jesse Ventura. They're doing... They're doing, like, color commentary yeah, on The Exorcist. Of The Exorcism. Right. Yeah. So there's a scene where Linda Blair turns herself into an ice cream cone... <laughs> And goes, lick me, lick me, you know, from like, like from The Exorcist. Yeah. Uh, and then it cuts to Gene, Mean Gene Okerlund and Jesse Ventura. And Mean Gene goes, it's the Conalingus move. <laughs> like, that's the level of joke yeah. in that movie. Love it. Cool. I need to watch it. Jordan and I loved that movie when we were kids. That movie, <laughs> that movie has, it's and so I've, I've used 
the there's a joke in that movie that <laughs> me and Mac uh, Philippe would use in our in the movies we would make for like class projects. Uh-huh. And the joke was it was a it was a shot of a piece of paper like a sign and the sign said this sign has no interesting information. You didn't need to read. It. <laughs> you <laughs> that told was me about that. Yeah, we would use that. I use that. We would use that as a credit. Every but opening of all of our shows yeah. always had that joke. Do about. these tapes exist anywhere? I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. If, I, mean, I might still have the uh, the uh, Oedipus that's one. Worth- that's, I will go to Goodwill and buy a VCR if y'all find a tape. I have no idea if we can find the Scarlet Letter, but I think I still got the old Oedipus video. Tape I think I, I have some of the. Find. I think I have some of the raw footage before it was edited together of the Scarlet, Scarlet Letter, Letter. But I don't. I don't have a lot of the stuff that we just did on the side. That's the stuff I really wish. So. The improv- oh, all the old improvisational yeah. the, the stuff. The newscaster things we <laughs> used to do. Yeah, we were doing Wait, it. Wait, what's before. that? Is he just in long underwear? What's happening? Well, that was one of the guys he, they took the suits from. Yeah, oh, they're wearing underwear under those suits. <laughs> God, they're they Mormons. So hot. Jesus, they're not at all the same uh, size. Next week's correction corner has some thoughts on onesies. Just to <laughs> prep, you, prep you guys in advance for that. Great. Get ready for that. I think we're building um, a show around. So anyway, all right, all right. A correction corner is, you know, it's all I do here. It's you know, I have much, one. I have one. It's the most important thing that we do. It's what I, I look forward. It's the one I think look forward to the most. I, know. I can't wait yeah. till you actually start saying like, "Hey guys, I don't have to talk doing. as much." Yeah. Well, no, because it's, it's usually the most interesting information <laughs> that actually gets conveyed. Yeah. It's like I have one job on this show, and damn it, I'm gonna do it. Yeah. yeah. He's like, stop talking. Many bits have risen and fallen in warped history, but only one. One remains. Correct. I'm going to do correction corner until you guys tell me I can't come here anymore. <laughs> <laughs> until we change the locks. So you're like, you're no longer invited. Yeah. Oh, wow. They can stun them from outer yep, space. Apparently. apparently yes. Didn't know they could do that. I didn't know they could do apparently that. Apparently they can. Orbital bombardment. <laughs> yeah. Just blasted them. Yeah. So anyway, R.I.P. Mean Gene Okerlund. Yes. And Super Dave A major Osborne. cultural figure in my young And who was the third I was the, and the captain. Oh, captain. I don't know about anybody else. I was a huge fan of Super Dave Osborne. Me too. I loved I loved his stuff. You I see thought that? he was so fucking genius. He like, had that delivery the, style just, oh that was God. just super unique. His character on uh, on Arrested Development. Oh, God. Oh, my God. <laughs> As the surrogate. As the surrogate. Oh, he's so fantastic. <laughs> Wait. What character? Yeah, when, when when George Senior's in prison? No, he's in the on in the house arrest. Oh. but he can't. Yeah, he can't go anywhere. So he meets. So Super Dave plays the guy whose job it is to go around. <laughs> he's and, got a and camera. He's on got a, he's got like a GoPro on his head, and he's supposed to just repeat everything that George <laughs> That's Senior says. Right. He's so great. I'm having really a hard funny. time picturing his face. though. Oh my god, you'll like see some stuff. I'm he, sure. He is. I just need to he's get very reacquainted. Oh. He used to be on Letterman all the time. Yeah, last well, Super Dave Osborne. I mean, he would, he would, and it was just brilliant. Yeah, all of those things were. He had like it was, was such he? a specific. Oh, I just showed Aaron a picture of Super Dave. He's yeah. on a uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, his joke on Curb Your Enthusiasm oh, no. with the liver. <laughs> that joke is. Crazy. I never. Yeah. I didn't watch Curb Your Enthusiasm, but I know that he was on there. Yeah. He was. He was. He's his best friend. Yeah, he's yeah. like his. Yeah. yeah. His oh pals. no. So. When it- we drink to you, yeah, Super, Super Dave, Dave. Super Dave to Mean Gene Okerlund, Bob Einstein, the, the real name with Bob Einstein, right? And the Everybody captain. knows who his brother is. Bob Einstein's brother is uh, Albert. Albert Brooks. Einstein? Albert Brooks, whose real name is yeah. Albert Einstein. Yep. Somebody's parents actually, that guy's parents actually named him Albert yeah. Einstein. Yep. I actually him. met Albert Brooks. Yeah. Did you ask him why his parents named him? Albert I did Einstein? not. Uh, I couldn't. Because <laughs> that's the only answer. That's the only question I wanted to answer. He actually to. came into the store okay. to buy something from us. Uh huh. And I knew who he was, but I, cle- I was like, oh, should I say something? Yeah. Like, I mean, he's like one of my comedy. Yeah. He's a genius. Yeah. You know. Gods, and I was like, I totally wanted to call him Hank Scorpio. Uh huh. <laughs> like he, was he probably like, gets that a lot. But I was like, uh, so I, I just didn't do. I, I was like, but after he left, and I was like, do you people like the other guys in the office? I'm like, do you know who that was? And they're like, no. I'm like fuck. <laughs> like that Albert Brooks. Goddamn it! Was yeah. Just in the office. <laughs> 
when you said the name, did they know? No. Or was it just... No, I started to explain to... They, uh, when I told they're them, all like, younger than you, Millennials. Right? I was like, you know Finding Nemo? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's how <laughs> But he was like, I was like, can we get your name? And he's like, do I really need to give you my name? I'm like, that's okay. He just paid cash and I just let it go. But I was like, I should have, but I was like, afterwards, I'm like, I should have said, said can we I put know you, your name. Can we put you in under Hank Scorpio? <laughs> <laughs> what does that refer to? It's a he's, Simpsons, the character you played on The played Simpsons. 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 Oh, okay. Simpsons. Remember, he's it always was, helping. It was, a, it was, a, he was like a James Bond villain who gave Homer a job. <laughs> and, <laughs> and Homer didn't realize that he was working for a James Bond type villain. And at no. the end, like Homer, I like the first episode, he's like, hey, Homer. I mean, my favorite line is like, hey, can you. He's like telling like like Homer has like this come to like Jesus moment where he's like I got you know he does have some realization and he's gonna leave like the employee and he's like and at the same time like the good guy squad is like invading the the the, yeah, yeah, the lair. Being, being and he's cat. like yeah can you uh yeah that's great Homer can you kill somebody on your way out <laughs> you get a chance to take out a few <laughs> agents but the best part is that in that episode Hank Scorpio gets away with it yeah he ends up and the best though the best part is. He tells him, do you have a dream, Homer? And he goes, yeah, but he's all, I want to be the owner of the Dallas Cowboys. And he's like, other people laughed at you when they said that, but I think you could, you could do it. And then when he gets, they get home after they've left, there's a note on the door that's like, it's not the Dallas Cowboys, but I thought it might be pretty good. Yeah. And then it's the Denver Broncos. <laughs> and he's like, and Marge is like, well, I think being the owner of the Denver Broncos is pretty nice. And he goes, you obviously know nothing about football. <laughs> Uh, All right, well, this uh, piece of the action's over. So the episode has ended. <laughs> yes. So. Um, so this is the one where we didn't not talk about the episode. <laughs> so I want to say piece of the action looked like it was a good use of resources for was uh, whoever of, was making the show. And I do say, if you get a chance, go and watch five, ten minutes of the last 20 minutes just so you could hear... Shatner do the bad James Cagney uh, impression. It's yeah. it's yeah. pretty fantastic. I mean, like I, I haven't like I said, I haven't seen this in a long time, but I remember liking this episode. It's very. It I mean, there's fun. a lot going on. Yeah. The thing about this is that there's a lot of it's action. goofy. Yeah, there's, there's, there's some a lot fun, of silly stuff. A lot of shot. A lot of guns going off. A lot of fighting in the episode. Yeah. And Rascals. Like <laughs> right. There's an adorable yeah. scamp. There's a scamp in it. Yeah. A newsie. There's a. Yeah. There's Spock in that. The, there's new, there's box. That's the best box ever looked. There's oh newsies and floozies. There you go. In <laughs> 20 years, there'll be uzies because well, it'll anybody, be all like 70s. Stuff. Anybody else have anything else they'd like to add about uh, the episode? Any recommendations of. Uh, would you like to promote your website, Jake? Bro- Brooklyn Nine-Nine is back. That's what I want to promote. Uh, the, it, Were you part is. of the grassroots effort? To resuscitate it. I was a silent supporter. Yeah, I was a silent supporter of it. I was a fan of the idea that they brought it back. Yeah, like I read a headline and was like, yeah, that's cool. (laughs) I saw saw Aquaman and I saw Into the Spider Verse. I saw two superhero movies. I hear Into the the Spider Verse is quite good. It's terrific. I was supposed to see it today, but my wife is sick. Yeah, we'll get to it. Yeah, it's great. It's absolutely. And how was Aquaman? Saying, eh. I mean, it wasn't terrible, but it just reminded me of other movies. Right. Like, I'm si- here's a list of movies that Aquaman reminded me of while I was watching it. Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Uh, those are good. Lord of the Rings. Those Splash. Are- Avatar. <laughs> yeah. Overboard. Yeah. <laughs> Mermaid. It was just, it, it, you know what I mean? Like, it was just, it was all... Beaches. Mixes <laughs> and mashes of bits from other better movies. My and, dinner with Andre. <laughs> and oddly enough, The Beach. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Never so before you guys a... think you are so funny. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying it's amazing. It's like all those movies rolled up into one... No, yeah, it's rap. not. It's not. It's not that. It's just okay. <laughs> it's just a mishmash of uh, stuff from better old older movies. Well, I hope Jason Momoa, who is plays the lead, if I'm not mistaken, he does doesn't come out and. But I think he's a terrible actor, so I'm just gonna throw that out there. I don't. I every time I see him, I'm like, yeah. There's I a, cannot. He. I oh, love him. He's gorgeous, you know. And I'll say, yeah, that. he looks good. I've seen pictures. But every time yeah. he says anything, I'm like, oh, it's just, I just, I just can't believe it. Sure. He's kind of good at just being sort of the 
the dude bro kind of version of Aquaman, right? right? So he's like, start, he's he's exactly like The Rock. Jason Momoa and The Rock are essentially the same human being. They both have a sort of like charisma, charisma, and a way to. I can see that, and they can sort of deliver a quippy one-liner. You know what I mean? But when asked to do any other side kind of acting, emoting it, of any right. kind. Yeah. So there's a moment in this movie. Spoiler, sorry, but he's reunited with uh, Nicole Kidman, who he hasn't seen in. Who plays a jellyfish human. Nicole Kidman's in this movie. Yeah, she is. (laughs) That's awesome. She plays his mom. That's not a spoiler. No, stop it. No, you you learn that in the first five seconds of the movie. Yeah, she plays Jason Momoa. Don't worry, they have sex. (laughs) They're reunited. They're reunited after many, many years. It's very Greek. And it's supposed to be this big emotional moment because he hasn't seen his mother since he was a little kid, right? And thank God. God, Nicole Kidman is in the scene to give it some like emotional like reality. Yeah. Because he's trying to look like he's being like he's very emotional and moved. Does it just look like he wants to poop? It, yeah, it doesn't look great. And she's, of course, like Nicole. nailing it. Yeah. Like she hasn't seen her son in 20 years and she's crying and it's she's terrific. Yeah. And it's like, boy, good thing they cast her because <laughs> <laughs> he was not able to carry that scene by himself. So do you think that in those cases they should CG in some like actual motive like <laughs> because I'm thinking they yeah, get to they're, they they're at the point where they could do it. Yeah, we did some performance capture on somebody they who should, can actually perform. They brought they brought wow. Meryl Streep in and yeah. had yeah. they just had Nicole Kidman play play and all the parts and then they just reskinned Meryl Streep with Jason Momoa. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, uh, huh. uh, speaking of, I saw anybody see Mary Poppins? Uh, yeah, I saw that one. What did you think? Uh, I thought it was disappointing. Really? I thought it was super magical, and they used like the Disney color palette and all that stuff, and it was very you know beautiful. And they, but (laughs) what it didn't have were chorus songs. They did not. All they had were like one line repeated songs. There was nothing like memorable as you're walking out of the theater, like spoonful of sugar and. Mm. I mean, they did a really good job of. The music was very it, it, Mary Poppins. Right. It, yes. Like right. they yeah. did a very, they didn't try to modernize it. Like the songs are very in that this era. This makes me want to see what, the original. What yeah. bugged the hell out of me about that movie, aside from Lin Manuel Miranda. Really? Who was severely miscast. I, and he's like, it's, like, the, it's the only a, thing he's done that I haven't. There's like, a lot of things that he is amazing at. Yeah. Acting and singing are not two of them. Right. Like he doesn't have a great voice. He does something Roasted. the one part that they had him do where they had him do the rap part. Yeah. Was the only part he was great at. But I have wow. to if he didn't do the bad cockney accent as an homage to Dick Van Dyke. Uh, I love Dick Van Dyke. I bad don't cockney know what accent. else he was doing. It right. had to be. It's no, like, of course Mary. it was an homage that's, to Dick Van Dyke. I mean, if that if that was it, that, that you know, but yeah. it was so bad. It was bad. It's so bad. His accent is terrible. Uh, and it's, but it's like, okay, well, then you're trying to do it because Dick Van Dyke's was so clearly terrible. Yeah. Like but, that was the whole point. But his was earnestly bad. Like he's not trying to be bad. He Dick Van Dyke was like thought he was doing the I, right thing. Maybe I don't know. I've heard him. I've heard him interviewed and said that he, that's the, what the vocal coach told him to uh, do, well, maybe. and he was doing it in earnest. So that's yeah. why good I don't think. Good. I thought the song that Meryl Streep sings was really that good. was my favorite song. That's the Wait, best song. Meryl Streep. She's in it. Yeah. Oh, she's in everything. Because she's she was doing like after she left the Aquaman set where she right. She filled in for Jason Momoa yeah. on Aquaman. She Emily because Blunt. She went across the street. Yeah. <laughs> Emily Blunt yeah. is fantastic. And she's like, let I me thought, let me save this piece of shit. And he's oh, didn't no, you think she was great? She was fantastic. She's yeah. fantastic. I just I honestly think that if Lin Manuel Miranda had more of a hand in writing That's the songs, right? They would have been I better. I would have liked to see what that would have been. Like. Hey, yeah. Speaking of Mary Poppins Returns, guess who's in Aquaman? Uh, Lin Manuel Miranda. Julie Andrews. Oh. oh. Okay. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> she plays... She's not in Mary Poppins Return. No, I know, but she is in Aquaman. For some odd reason, uh, 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 Angela Lansbury is, but... 
tier guy. Yeah, I think this sounds terrible. <laughs> what the fuck is the universe going, 2018? <laughs> fuck you. Yeah. Every decision made during that year no, was questionable. Angela Lansbury being in it makes kind of sense. But she's not in the original. No, one. I know. But I mean, she, she's of that era. She was I of realize. that era, and she, she was, was in like bed knobs. I understand. And which she has. Like a, I want to say that bed knobs and broomsticks for about five years was my favorite movie. I love that oh, yeah, movie. that's a good that's one. True. I was absolutely in love with that movie. with Dick Van Dyke. Yeah, bringing it back to Albert Brooks, defending your life was. I love that one. Defending Your Life is a wonderful movie. I've seen that so many times. Meryl Streep, man. She can do no wrong. She's the best. (laughs) With that, let's wrap this shit up for the next (laughs) one. Jesus Christ, dude. Are we still talking? Are you still? All right, folks. (laughs) Someone's ready to end this. All right. (laughs) Sorry. I guess we're we're saying goodnight, everybody. We are are actually turning a lot of star power against us right now. Can we stop? I know. We, need oh, we said nice things about everybody, except Sean decided to take a shot at Lynn manuel Miranda. I'm just saying he was... Uh, am I wrong, Jake? No, no. No. Well, I, I upset Jason Momoa, well, who like obviously that he took crushed a chance. me. I, it's look, okay not to be great at everything. Yeah, yeah I'm still super excited like, about whatever yeah. he's going to do next. It yeah. hasn't put me Doesn't off make him at him, all. I didn't say it made him a bad person or that he wasn't still did, wildly Sean. talented. <laughs> like, way more talented okay, than... Okay, you, you've covered your ass all right, up. We're good. <laughs> Jacob, uh, how can people find us uh, in the world? We're on the web at www.patreon.com forward slash warped. Find our links there. All right. Uh, you can find that, these episodes on all of the podcast listening, Apple Podcasts, iTunes. Yep. This has been Stitcher. This uh, has been warped against the versus the Hollywood establishment. <laughs> <laughs> Tune in next week to yeah. see who we insult next. Who do we, who do we take down a peg or two? <laughs> Get more, on our level. More hot takes next week. <laughs> next week's theme: right. Lin Manuel Miranda. Fuck you guys. <laughs> Go Rams. I've been Sean. I'm Matt. I'm Jake. I've been Philippe. Aaron. Special guest star. Good night.